I'm fascinated about the future trends, technology. You know, are we all going to be robots and growing live organs? Well, apparently that stuff kind of is happening. I have my guest today in this episode is Sandra Ponce de Leon. She does a tech podcast talking about trends in tech, and she's from the Bay Area, and she does a lot of marketing work with startups as well. So I wanted to pick her brain on what trends she's noticing. She tells me about blockchain, AI, uh, bioengineering. Uh, it was a good talk, and check out this episode if you're interested in that too. This is episode 19 with Sandra Ponce de Leon. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is John Salangsang. I'm the host of the Work Talk podcast, where you get to enjoy, learn, and be inspired by the stories of the people in the Bay Area, what they do for work, who they are, and what they know. Um, you know, a lot of people are talking about tech in the Bay Area. This is a theme I've been having this month, so I'm excited to have this person on. She has a podcast around tech. Not only that, but she is a strategic entrepreneurial marketer working with a lot of tech startups. So I'm like, who better to have on the show to talk about tech in the Bay Area than this person, Sandra uh, Ponce de Leon? Yeah, Sandra right. Ponce de Leon. Yes. And I want to give a quick, uh, some, some love to you and to Pete, because when I first started this podcast two months ago, I hopped on Twitter, started trying to find people in the Bay Area who are doing movers and shakers. And I stumbled upon her article she wrote about Maricela, I forgot the last name, hashtag Latina geek. Maricela uh, Garcia, uh, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, Maricela Garcia Marquez, yes. And I have her on Instagram, so um, she's an awesome person too. And then from there, Sandra and, and Pete, is, that's her co-host for her podcast, the tech podcast called Popping the Bubble. Um, both of them, and especially Pete, have been talking to me a lot on, on Twitter because Pete has done like over 200 podcast episodes. And so he was a little bit of my Yoda to my Padawan. And Pete was my guest on episode 11. So I want to say thank you guys for just engaging with me on my humble podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, it's <laughs> fun to be here. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah. So let's jump into it. And uh, could you tell me your thoughts on tech in the Bay Area and what you see is happening in trends? Yeah, uh, there's so much exciting things happening. You know, San Francisco is really, I have to say, the heart of technology innovation, um, and not just technology, but also biotech. So there's just so many super exciting things happening uh, of late. Um, Pete and I have really been diving into the biotech scene and, with IndieBio, and we're super excited by a lot of the startups that are coming out of that accelerator. Uh, it's an accelerator that also has a lab space with it. And so they have um, different cohorts that are with them for four months. And we've talked to a lot of those companies. Some of the companies that we really love are um, a company called Lingrove, which is actually uh, creating CO2 negative products. Um, and it's a, they make a, a material called ECOA. And basically you can use ECOA for anything. It's stronger, it's more durable, um, and it's also better for the environment. It's, used, it's grown uh, using um, flaxseed. So um, basically mm -hmm. they take the flax mm -hmm. fibers and then they coat them in this resin and they create everything from guitars to flooring to really beautifully designed chairs. So they're super exciting. Another company that is out of that, um, that accelerator, IndieBio, is a company called Prelis Biologics. 
And they're really exciting because they are actually printing from lasers organs that actually have uh, a, vole a, a molecular, no, vascular, yeah. sorry, vascular, <laughs> <laughs> a vascular structure to them. And, I have a hard time pronouncing those words too, especially oh when I start God. crossing over to bio and medical stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're awesome. Two female founders. I mean, really, all of the companies that are out of there are great. They, another company that we talk to and love is a company called Bee Flow, and they basically are making bees stronger, faster, smarter. Um, they give them a special potion that makes them go to specific mm. flowers, and so um, the the yields are are better for farmers. So that's really exciting. Love the biotech space. Um, the other thing that is super hot in the Bay Area, you really cannot even walk a block without hearing somebody mention the word blockchain or crypto or ICO. Uh, and so, yeah, and um, I jumped right on the crypto. Like, I heard about it four years ago, and my friends like, you should buy it. He bought like mm -hmm. 22. I did not, and it was so cheap. I know. I bought it eventually a year and a half ago. I bought, well, not I bought a, a whole, but I bought a piece of it. But, you know, when you have those regrets, like, man, if only I did what my friend said. Yeah, I just procrastinated on it, but whatever. I don't want to think about it. I know. We all have those moments. We all do. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, Bitcoin, yeah, it skyrocketed to a price of, like, almost 20000 late last year. I think it's now settled at around, like, 7000 around that area. But it's it fluctuates wildly. But blockchain, which is the underlying technology for Bitcoin, uh, is really exciting because it's it's the technology that makes all the cryptocurrencies possible, and it's a designed to be a trustless trustless system, uh, meaning that um, it's verified by multiple parties. So it, it it's still a true verifiable transaction, or um, it's also extended into smart contracts. So basically, it makes all of these transactions transparent, um, verifiable, immutable, and so. Um, the, the applications of blockchain are vast and super, super exciting. Um, some of the companies that are based here in the Bay Area, AC3 is one company that I've talked to extensively, and they basically are a digital content marketplace. Hmm. So they're working okay. with people like you and I, content creators um, that want to, um, it's basically the, if you're familiar with Patreon, which enables content oh, right. creators be supported by by fans and then like the fans could like give them like exactly. monthly subscriptions to support that influencer online exactly oh. exactly so so ac3 has their own wallet and their own coin so you can basically use that coin to support your content creators they also have workshops um they came out of a um a, a digital school um, that, that actually built a lot of these technologies uh, and they are working on what's called proof of creation. So they're um, really, really cool. Um, not necessarily a technology, but I really, I'm a, I'm a super fan of Ben Bartlett. He is amazing. Uh, he is um, the city of Berkeley. He's the vice mayor of the city of Berkeley and he's been working on the city of Berkeley's ICO. And uh, when I first heard him talk, he just blew my mind in terms mm -hmm. of um, what he was um, envisioning uh, the power of blockchain and, and really actualizing it for good and for yeah. the good of the community. The, some of the things I really think about, like the applications of blockchain, like the way I, I, um, I understood it is like when something happens, it it's like checks and balances. It checks with everyone else that has it. So yes. to make sure that this is the right information because if you do something but all these other... I'd say networks that has it too. It's it, it could notice if oh this is not the right information. 
And then, so I think about like security as one of the main places blockchain could start being implemented yeah. in. Yeah, it's actually a very secure system. I mean, Bitcoin has never been there. There's there's never been you know any fraudulent you know. Well, I mean, there's been um, you know issues with some of the exchanges, but with Bitcoin itself, you know, it's there's there's never been you know a, a fraudulent transaction. So, um, and, and and I may be stating that wrong, but uh, yeah, that's <laughs> all right. Bitcoin itself has been it's super secure. Um, but yeah, and and um, you know Ben, what he's doing with his use of blockchain is he's actually um, you know issuing an ICO for the city of Berkeley. It's enabling the residents of Berkeley to buy in municipal bonds, which are usually something that's only available to people that can afford a hundred fifty thousand dollar bond. Um, but now any anybody that's a resident of Berkeley can buy in at you know twenty five dollars, and the community can uh, together decide where that money goes, where the spend goes. So the first pilot project is going to be to buy a fire engine. But the other applications that he sees are what he calls, it's a programmable currency. So when you issue the Berkeley coin, for example, if you're trying to help the homeless people, you can really, you can dictate, you know, where that spend goes. So it's mm. not gonna go to alcohol or cigarettes, um, but gonna go to services that you need. Um, the other cool thing that he sees is a way to incentivize uh, spend in local in the local economy itself. So working with local businesses, they can offer specials for use of the coin um, in their own businesses. That's so driving foot traffic um, into local businesses. So yeah, so they're super. He's super so, excited. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff ways you could uh, apply the technology from a regular consumer's like regular average person's point of view who may not understand te technology or blockchain. I assume that. They're going to reap the benefits of blockchain, but they may not necessarily be even know that whatever thing or technology they're interacting with is using blockchain. Is that right? Um, you know, that's a good question. Uh, I, I think it kind of just it's going to be all sorts of applications like for health tech, um, you know, for securitizing your da data for sure. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely going to be probably applications for consumers that they're not necessarily aware of, but they, at least that their data is secure. Yeah. But, uh, it's a whole new world out there and really kind of, you know, wait to be seen, you know, what, what all the applications are. Yeah. Um, one of my clients is actually building a carbon removal marketplace on blockchain. Their name is Nori. They're not here in the Bay, but I am. <laughs> they're in Seattle, but they're really awesome. Um, and they are, they, you know, their goal is to reverse climate change. So there's mm, really all these mm. amazing applications. Geez, you talk for, to people from all different fields. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of really exciting things happening in technology. Um, so yeah, I mean the, the blockchain, you can use it to um, also, um, record the biocode, for example, of a specific region. And um, for example, in Brazil, it, there's something called the Book of Codes, where they're trying to map the entire biocode of every single species in the rainforest. And so then once you have that on Jeez. the blockchain, um, what you can do is you can preserve that data and make sure it's attributed back to the original source. Because what happens is a lot of companies, let's say a pharmaceutical company, into the rainforest, discovers a new species of a bug, for example, or a frog, and they take you know, a, a piece of that and then they commercialize it. Well, the people there don't necessarily get the benefits of it. So those are some of the kind of cool applications for good of blockchain. Yeah, um, there's like so a level of transparency with if, if blockchain is implemented rather than like one source holding 
that whatever information and i'm i'm solely i'm a newbie to blockchain so yeah. this is my perspective well, we you are. are here <laughs> no then, i mean we all are it's 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 so new that everybody is a newbie and so it's always it's it's still a great time to get in if you're interested in it um there's still so much to to learn and digest and the market changes so quickly in terms of you know specifically with the u.s market and icos and the sec and their involvement um with um you know tracking the different types of icos whether it's a token mm -hmm. tokenized ico or a securitized uh ico or utility versus security and so so much that's what um, sounds kind of interesting in about it that blockchain can be implemented in all different areas and how i um, how i see blockchain is almost like how back in the days we had like dial-up internet and kids nowadays have high speed and they had no idea like what are you saying my web page used to take me like 10 minutes to upload and you used to like go on an internet site cook breakfast come back and then the web page would finally go up it's like yeah that's how like it used to be and i see the same thing going on with blockchain where people in the future will be like what your data used to not be secure before like what you used to not have transparency before with this information like yeah because we didn't have blockchain before and yeah. I, that's kind of how i see the shift happening absolutely a lot of people do compare it to the early days of the internet and you know now there's new protocols that are coming on um so you've got proof of work versus proof of stake eos is a new protocol that just got launched recently um everyone's building smart contracts off of ethereum so it's really still the early days and ethereum is also going to be doing a new uh protocol as well that will be a proof of stake model versus a proof of work model yeah let's talk about that like if, if, uh, <laughs> uh, ethereum is one of the different types of digital currencies and for a lot of people I talk to, say like young folks I talk to, they, they know of Bitcoin and they understand it's a digital currency, but they know that there's all these other digital currencies. Uh, what are your thoughts on the whole digital currency field? What do you think is going to pop? What do you think is going to well, be the trend center? It's, it's, a, it's a whole new market. So then I know what to buy. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to down $10,000 on whatever you tell me to buy. Well, you <laughs> I'm, know, just it's not, I'm not really tracking the coins, uh, to be honest. I'm not mm. really tracking the coins all that closely. I mean, I, I've worked with a number of companies um, that have issued their coin, their own coins. Um, but it's just kind of really kind of seeing that to me, what's more exciting is the tech, technological applications. Um, and yeah, there's coins, you know, for example, I, I worked for a company that is actually building uh, floating islands. Uh, and they want to, they're, they're issuing a coin that will only be for use on the floating islands. Um, and there's a lot of different applications like that. Like, you know, for example, like the city of Berkeley, ICL, will, where you'll only be right. able to. And I never, I didn't know about that, that they're making their own coin. Mm -hmm. huh. Yeah. And then like, for example, AC3 is a coin that you can use in their own marketplace to reward the, the um, content creators that you like. So there's a, there's a lot of different applications and, and, um, you know, it's still early days um, and it's and it's a new market in that you really if you're going to be investing in these coins, if you're going to, you know, want to um, see if you see this as an as an investment vehicle then you really have to do your research and uh, and, and dig into the teams, dig into the technology, read the white paper. Uh, there's a lot of research to be done and I, I wouldn't just take it lightly and, and just go spend $10,000 here or there. You, you better be ready to lose your $10,000 if you're going to be putting $10,000. Yeah, I probably won't do that. I'm just messing around and I, I don't necessarily tend to speculate. I'll just be, I'm usually a little bit more conservative with my investments. So you're more into just the application of blockchain and more of an enthusiastic 
enthusiast about that compared to Bitcoin and digital currency, uh, which sometimes people associate as the same, but they're actually different. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a it's the wild west right now, but super exciting and super yeah. fun to watch. I wanted to back up because you said this. You said it pretty fast, and I wanted to stop you on it because I was like, "What is that about?" When you said going back into the bioengineering stuff and how people are making live organs. Yes. Are we close to actually that stuff happening, or is it like yeah. another two hundred years down the road? It's happening. It's happening. I mean, they're 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 working on it right now, and and they've got the molecular structure in place, and um, you know what it's going to do is it's going to save lives because people aren't going to have to be put on these wait lists for organs anymore, like waiting for a liver. So that's that that's um, super exciting. But yeah, I mean, we're we live in. Um, such a great uh, area for innovation and you know all kinds of innovation beyond biotech and blockchain. There's AI. There's you know just the companies that are doing just really cool things. I mean, like for example, in in Marin, um, a company I really love, which is not necessarily high tech or anything, but it's a but it's super innovative. It's um, a water bi uh, bike on the water. It's called Schiller Bikes, and you basically she uh, the, the woman Jessica Schiller, uh, the founder. She basically, um, you know, kind of created like a, a catamaran that has a bike built into it. And I rode it the I'll other get day. get one of those. <laughs> so much fun. It was just like a whole new way to experience the water. We live on the water and I didn't really even get wet. It was awesome and super fun. So, yeah, I mean, just I think innovation um, takes all sorts of shapes and sizes. It's not just technological, but, mm -hmm. you know, new mm -hmm. ways of thinking um, about, um, you know, problems or, or um, new ways to approach, um, you know, things like transportation, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When it comes to, let me hit on this, a lot of my audience members are, are job seekers too. Well, mm -hmm. if, they're, if they're saying, I want to line my, my skills up with a specific field that's going to be booming, what do you think that specific area is? Bio, biotech, bioengineering, software, think, what do you think? AI? Um, well, I think, yeah, you know, I think AI is really going to be, it's the one uh, category that's going to impact all of us um, before we know it. Um, you know, Are you scared that Terminator is going to happen? No, I'm not scared <laughs> at all. I'm not. I'm not. I, I see it as a way to enhance mm -hmm. um, what humans are doing and, um, you know, make us better because machines are capable of doing things that we're not, right? They're, they're capable of processing uh, b millions of lines of code, millions of d uh, pieces of data way faster yeah, than Yeah, just like that. Yeah. Exactly. And, 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 and I need so a pen and paper. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> a calculator. Right. right. So it's almost like we should let machines do that because because then what we can, you know, apply ourselves to other things like, you know, um, focusing on the, the, the copy, for example, um, you know, so I'm uh, working with a company called Lift Igniter and they have a machine learning platform that really lets you um, that, so optimize every single piece of your website or your content. It's really about um, a, a digital experience uh, transformation hmm. where every single touch point for the customer is going to be personalized. Uh, and it's not wow. necessarily yeah. um, personalized based on, you know, your personal information data, which everyone is really afraid of these days with what, you know, has happened with Facebook. But it's right. about privacy issues. Yeah. Right. But, but it, they can they can just, you know, basically, you know, look at your behavior on a site and take that in combination with, 
you know, thousands of other data points and based on your behavior, based on the, the mm -hmm, profile that they mm -hmm. know about you, which would, which is limited and, and how you compare to other customers, um, really serve up a, a, a mm. hyper experience. Yeah. Um, like, 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 net, like, like Netflix telling you, these are the shows you probably will like, or Amazon saying, Hey, you bought that by the way, you might also like this too. And it's like, exactly. how, did, how did they know that? But it's all right. through machine yeah. learning, AI, all this data that's out there and people being able to make sense of it to predict behavior. Yeah, that's exactly right. Absolutely. I feel yeah. like that's happening. I have a, a, a Google mini mm -hmm. and I always hear about trends that eventually like you're talking, having a conversation and then you're talking about how hungry you are and out of nowhere, your, your Google mini will say something like, Hey, you want me to order pizza for you right now? It's like, how do you know I want pizza? It's like, yes, please do that for me or something. Right, right. Yeah, in the future, we may just be chipped. And so the computers will just know what we need when we need it. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I, went, I watched this video about um, uh, wearable tech. And they talked about this jacket that is linked to your GPS. So rather than walking around the city on your phone trying to figure out, should I turn left, should I turn right? If you need to turn right, it vibrates your right shoulder pad a little bit. And once you've arrived, it, it vibrates both shoulders a little bit. And wow. I thought that was kind of interesting. Or there was one I, I heard, I'm not sure if it's a joke, they talked about a belt that it, if you're trying to lose weight, that if you're, you're, if you're gaining weight, your belt will feel it and then your belt will text your phone and tell you, hey, you should get a salad. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I mean, you you think that you'd be able to notice those things without a belt telling you, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my pants are getting too tight. Maybe I should not order that chocolate cake. Yeah, it's like, is it too tight? I don't know. I need to see what my smart belt has to tell me. <laughs> right, exactly. It's <laughs> really cool. So, yes, yeah, yeah. so I really appreciate you sharing. And I'm going to kind of cut it short. Um, but I appreciate you sharing me some of the trends. And it sounds like I'm going to tell those the people who ask me about what jobs, where they're going to be, it sounds like AI is going to be a big thing that's going to be um, kind of I would happening. Say, uh, yeah, I would say, suggest, you know, these are my personal favorite trends, right? Okay. You know, AI and blockchain. Um, you know, there's there's other emerging techs like, you know, VR and AR. Um, it's oh, just yeah, not, that's right. Virtual reality. Yeah, exactly. We, we and, and I think that those are fun. I mean, I really do enjoy when I put a headset on, but it's not necessarily going to be part of our day-to-day -day yet um, and probably more augmented reality versus virtual reality. So um, I think that that will be, uh, you know, something that's more widely adopted versus um, VR, you know, until, until everyone has a headset in their, in their home. And even then, you know, it's not, you know, a hundred percent that people are going to want to be using them. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a really exciting time, I think, to be coming out of school and um, especially if you want to get into the technological field and, and work for startups. And San Francisco is the place to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're really surrounded by um, all sorts of really exciting, amazing companies and um, so many opportunities. So um, I, I think it's, um, it, it's, you know, you can't really go wrong, I think, in any one of those fields. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing me some of that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tech nerd, not that I'm technical, but I'm interested to know what's coming out both on the consumer side, but also for business or things on the back end that I don't even know is happening, but it's making our lives easier and faster. Yeah, well, it's important to stay ahead of that stuff, absolutely. Very cool. Thanks for telling me a little bit about tech and listeners, check out uh, Sandra and Pete, who was my guest on episode 11. Check out their podcast called Popping the Bubble. They talk more about this. Um, this podcast is more, 
not everyone not everyone on this podcast is tech savvy but if you are and you want to get more in depth into it check out her pod- podcast and i will link sandra's twitter on my description so say hi she's a really cool person thank you john yeah take care everyone see ya Hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, please leave a comment or message me or connect with me on my social and let me know. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Work Talk Podcast. Hey, you guys, take care. Have a good one.